Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or more medicines. Today, HIV pills with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. That's nice, right? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, it's no worries, because your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. My baby has been fat. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fact. But you know what? After a while, you get tired of your own bullshit and you realize you got to make a change. And that's the space that I'm in right now when it comes to my life overall. Deadass? Booty included. Deadass? Deadass. Now, this ass is alive, actually. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. (laughs) Oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we Mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. (laughs) We about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. Story time. Mm-mm-mm. You got a story time about my ass? I got I have <laughs> a lot of stories. I'm sure you have lots of stories. 20 I have a lot years of worth stories about that. Of stories. But no, um, this story is going to take me back to November. Okay. November. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody know I had my health issues or whatever, blah, blah, blah. We talked about that. Kadeen went to Jamaica. And when Kadeen came back from Jamaica, she was looking at these pictures of herself from Jamaica. And just to give you, you know, just to kind of let you guys know what it's, how it's been. um, Of course, Dakota was born November 8th, 2021. Mm -hmm. After about nine weeks uh, postpartum, Kadeen's like, I'm ready to get back in shape. January comes around Mm -hmm. and... Kadeen is in the gym nonstop. I think it was from January to March. About, yeah. Maybe nonstop. Beginning April, yep. You had got down to, I think it was at one point, like 150 pounds. You were like... Um, I, was about, I was about 155, 160. Okay. Yeah. So well, not quite 150, but she was in really, really good shape. When I, I gave birth, I was at 181. I 181. That morning yes. I stepped on the scale. I was like, wow, this was my <laughs> biggest, heaviest pregnancy. So Kadeen had got down to where she, like, she, like, I feel comfortable and feel good about where I am. Mm-hmm. And at the time, that was those three months from January. So we were about March heading into April. Mm-hmm. April was a heavy month for us, mm-hmm. right? It was my birthday. It was Jackson's birthday. And we had traveled. And then starting March, I mean, starting in May, we had gotten to filming. Mm-hmm. And I had filmed every month from May. I was in Canada. Then we were down south. We did a bunch of stuff. Before we knew it, we were heading into podcast season. Mm-hmm. We're doing the live shows, and then we were heading into the birthday seasons with your dad's birthday and Kyle's birthday. And before we knew it, six months had gone by, mm-hmm. and Kadena and I had kind of fell off of being in the gym. Mm-hmm. That leads us to November. November, Kate was looking at some video and some pictures from herself in November, and she said, "Deval, when did I get fat?" <laughs> And I said, what you mean? Like, like when did you get fat? She said, look at me. And she was like, she's like, look at me. Look at me. I am a year postpartum. I was in better shape earlier this year than I am now. Mm-hmm. And I can't take it. Like, I'm, I'm sick of it. And I'm like, babe, it's not that bad. She said, no. Don't tell me it's not that bad. You're going to have red carpets next year. I am not going to be the wife that everyone looks at and says, oh, that's, that's the wife. wife. <laughs> 
And from that moment, I've watched Kadeem go to a transformation. Mm-hmm. This song is dedicated to my wife, who people have asked me if Kay has gotten a BBL, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. I'll get into why I think that's hilarious. But uh-huh. this song is dedicated to my wife, Kadeem. Oh my God. It's a song about BBLs. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> you other brothers can't deny. When you see a pretty face with an itty bitty waist and a brown thing in your face, you get sprung. Hey, you've been sprung for mad I've, long. I've been sprung. I mean, granted, the booty wasn't booty like it is now back in the day. Well, okay. But to I, give you credit, I didn't have booty. To give you credit, when I met you, you were 115 pounds. Mm-hmm. Your waist was probably about a 24. Five, Four, 24, maybe? 24, yeah, 25. Yeah, it was tiny. But you always had a 39-inch hip. Right. So you were always like, your hip-to-waist ratio was always above 12 to 13. And this is for all you gentlemen who are trying to figure out how, <laughs> you know, like you like curvy women. To me, it's never been about how much a woman weighs. It's always been about the hip-to-waist ratio. Yeah, that's a big thing. So if, if your hip-to-waist ratio for me when I was younger was like, oh, if it's about 12, mm-hmm. you know, we looking at. 26, 38. It's a very good <laughs> hip to waist ratio. I think ratio. 12 was like the standard, That right? was the standard. That, okay. that was, no, that was the minimum of where I was just like, oh, she she got a bumper. Okay. When you get to the 14, 15s, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When you're looking at 26, 40, 26, <laughs> 41. You know what I'm saying? Now right. it's like, oh, she holy. You know, she dragging <laughs> the wagon right there. So for me, that's, that's what it's always been about, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm looking at Kay. It's like she's always, even when she's been pregnant, right? Like, I don't know if y'all been following us long on Instagram, but Kay used to make fun of me because I was like, I like her when she's fluffy. Because there was a point where I don't remember what your waist was, but I remember your hips was like a 44. Mm-hmm. And I was enjoying myself. <laughs> I, was, having a grand old time. I was enjoying myself. So <laughs> Kadeen always had a nice hip to waist ratio, but I seen that happening. But wait, wait, don't don't okay. don't talk about it yet, because we gotta okay. take, we a take a break. We'll take All a right, because Devout break. got excited. We talking about booties today, y'all. So you see, he was ready to dive right in. He forgot about the bills. He yeah, forgot that, about the ads. Bills don't matter. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna come back in, and we're gonna unpack. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four, you're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep, there's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip. Because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I don't know. Go for a run, take a nap, read a book. Maybe show up for a friend. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may have heard that most people who are Black have O blood type. 
O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. So, All right, we're back. So let me... Mm-hmm. Um, that that story time was great, but I gotta I gotta tell this story, right? <laughs> when I was dating Kay, I remember going to her mom's well, seeing pictures from her mom's 50th birthday, because I didn't go. We mm-hmm. weren't talking at the time. <laughs> I, this was the time when me and Mimi wasn't vibing, right? Right. But her mom for that year turning 50 mm-hmm. had been in the gym. Yes. Cause she was like, I'm turning 50 this year, I'm going to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing your mom in this red dress at 50. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, damn. Yeah, my mom was looking fly. Your mom, your okay? mom was She fly. was always kind of in the gym, you know, trying to take care of herself. But, not, but, that, but this, this year in particular, year, she was like, for she 50, was on a mission. I'm going to be. And I remember my uncle Kevin mm-hmm. and my pops was just like, bro, if you dating a girl seriously, don't make a commitment until you see her a moms. moms. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember seeing. Your moms and being like, this is 50. You can see into the future. Sign me all the way up. And at that point. That was think, after three kids. That was after three kids. And then that meant that you had another good solid, what, at least 30 years? At least 30 years. <laughs> at least 30 years of you being fine. And then, and the funny thing is now, I, I come in the house and your mom's still stacked. Yeah. She still played tennis. Mm-hmm. She still walk around and she's 65. She walk around, she's spry. She be running and jumping with the kids. And your mom... Is holding like a track athlete because she used to run track yeah. and play netball mm-hmm. in Jamaica. So it kind of kills me when people be like, did Kay get a BBL? And I'm like, have you seen Kay's mom? And my like, mom will tell you, she'll be the first one who always tried to encourage me to lose. Dim my ass's light. <laughs> All right. I said, meet me. I can't dim my ass's light because it came from you, sis. Like, how am I going? How am I going to dim the ass light? Okay. <laughs> She said when she was a kid growing oh up that she used to get made fun of because she was stacked. And I said, that's, you know, normally as a kid, that's when you what, get made fun of, that's what kids do. Pickle, but yeah. yeah, yeah and you, I was like, they probably wanted one because now everybody wants one, right? No, it's the boys making fun of her because they had crushes on her, but boys don't know how to tell you they like you so they make fun of you you know it's like For you sure. see the girl the pretty girl i'm gonna push her in the bush that's what that's <laughs> what boys do back in the day i like this girl i'm a tripper in the line <laughs> right you know so you make fun of the things that you like look at right. you with your big old butt Ew. right right yeah, so she right. said she used to try to hide it all the time and in turn i, I remember vividly being in in ballet school at one point and i would have mm. been about 13 14 mm. this is when i realized like oh i do kind of have like a little curve right mm-hmm. so i'm on the ballet bar with all of my you know uh, dance mates and I remember my <laughs> dance teacher she used to have like this pointer stick thing and she'd just like you know tap you on your back or your shoulders or your feet to turn out more and she used to <laughs> always come and hit my ass and be like Kadine tuck 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 hips forward hips forward I'm like I don't know how much more forward you want this to go sis the one thing this ass ain't gonna do is tuck not for you, not for nobody. <laughs> and that's when I realized my ballerina hopes and dreams were out the window because I might have been a little too stacked to be a ballerina. You know, yes. it was yes. funny. But um, but yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> body recomposition today. I think I'm just in this space, y'all, if I'm really just unpacking like why I've just been in overtime and to speak to my story time, being tired of my own bullshit. There comes a point in life and I don't know if it's my approach to 40 or what it is, but mm. I am just over making excuses. For myself. Mm-hmm. So for you so didn't get long, a BBL? No, I, I did not get a BBL. No, let's <laughs> set the record straight. Because if you're going to put this out as the topic of the show. Right, 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 right. No, right. I Kadeen did not get a BBL, y'all. I don't think I've had or will have or ever have six to eight weeks to be able to <laughs> not, <laughs> not sit, sit on my ass. Um, I don't have time for that. Um, girls who are able to have the luxury to do that, more power to you, sis. Um, whatever makes you feel good is great. But no, I did not get a BBL. But I think I'm just on this road now to just trying to take the best care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it is, you know, of course, physical because wanting to be back on camera, wanting to be considered right. for roles or wanting to, you know, be a host again and, and be in that light. Um, I feel like I'm no longer having to worry about starting all over again. So it's 
Pregnancy. Being pregnant, right. postpartum life, gaining the weight, losing the weight, not being consistent in the gym. I'm just over it at this point. I'm over myself, um, self-sabotaging. I'm over trying to make excuses for why I can't do things when I know mm. I'm fully capable. Um, and even more so, it's just the health stuff. As much as we joke about my mom and her body, you know, and her being in the gym, she was taking pretty decent care of herself and had a heart attack at 54. Yeah. Like a lot of this is internal yeah. for me too. Um, my mother had a stress induced heart attack. Right. Like who even knew? Like, you know, she would take, you know, pretty good care of herself. She's yeah, not a big she worked eater, out. She worked, worked out. out, was very conscious of that. Now granted wasn't getting the sleep that she probably mm. needed or the nutrients in, but you know, I'm wanting to do that for my family. Like I want to be in the best space that I can be physically. Um, and I notice I just feel better in general. Um, my mood is better um, our connection, you know, that's yeah. something that we do together. Yeah. We take pride in. But what I really want to know is why people ain't asking Deval if he got his body done. <laughs> so that's the bigger question. I was going to talk to you <laughs> about this because me and Tribble was laughing downstairs, uh -huh. right? And I was like, "This is the funniest part about the expectations, the society, societal expectations for women." Mm -hmm. Kadine and I have been on this journey together, yes. right? Um, and the support has been amazing. Sidebar. Yes, I, I appreciate that. I thank you for that. No, because sometimes I think you, you'll you post about it or you'll make comments and people think that um, it's misconstrued. They think that it's you forcing me to yeah. work out or forcing yeah. me to be in a particular shape because it's yeah. something that you want. Um, but at no point is it that. It's nah. all me um, speaking my goals aloud, speaking my dreams aloud, speaking, you know, mm -hmm. the need for support aloud and you just showing up for me in that space. So I love you for that because oh, no, I, I, I know some you. days I ain't the easiest person to deal with. <laughs> and I get a little wishy-washy, but I'm at the space now where I just really, I'm, I'm trying to be more deliberate about what my life is going to look like. So No, I, I appreciate you you saying that because I've also, you know, seen some of the comments when we've been in the gym together and people mm -hmm. like, give my girl a rest. Like, why are you so hard on her? Her body image shouldn't be the biggest thing on your plate. And I'm just like... Kadeem wants to get in shape and I'm working out with her. I don't know how it became a thing where I'm forcing you. But that also talks about societal pressures and issues, right? If we work out together, people automatically assume that I'm forcing you to work out. Mm -hmm. We both get in the best shape of our lives and they automatically assume DeVal went and got in the gym, but Kadeem got her butt, her butt done. Mm -hmm. What people don't understand is I weigh 200 pounds now. I've never been 200 pounds in my life. Mm -hmm. My whole life I've been on the slimmer side. I've been about... 175 to 180 pounds. Over the last couple of years, I've been doing a lot more uh, cardio type of work to be slim for television. But as Kadena and I got into this journey together, she wanted to lose weight but be more curvy. So we started to do a lot more heavy weight lifting like I did when I was playing football. And I gained 13 pounds of muscle in the last four months because Kadena and I have been going to the gym. That was another thing. Kadine and I do have a gym in our house. Our house gym was a, is a maintenance gym. Mm -hmm. But Kadine said she wanted to build her legs, build her butt. So we went, started going to LA Fitness. Mm -hmm. We in LA Fitness three times a week, focusing on building. I am 200 pounds and my waist is a 32. My waist was a 32 when I was 176 pounds. Mm -hmm. Which to me is crazy because even my boys would be like, yo, D, what you on? Like your shoulders mad big. Like you got to stop lifting. I like you that. Getting no, big. Don't stop lifting. I like that. Like, it's the view from up top. For me, mm. you know, it's the shoulders and it's the keep it up, <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> so, so I'm never going to lose this weight now because if you if you enjoying it, I'm enjoying it. I enjoy it. it. I enjoy but it. But it was crazy to me that people see the change in my body mm -hmm. and their first thing is, "Wow, you've been in the gym, you look great." But they see the change in your body and their first thought is, "Kadeem went and got her butt done." And it's crazy to me that people hold women to higher beauty standards than men because. In our society, a man's value is in the money he makes, mm -hmm. where a woman's value is in her ability to stay pretty and have kids, mm -hmm. which which to me is crazy because it's like, you don't think women put work into to be beautiful? Like, why oh, is it automatically a assumed a that it's just, okay, if she got beautiful, right. she had to have something done? Oh, for sure. But know? I mean, that's the culture that we're in now. It's like you, it's like literally trying to dissect and decipher. First of all, you're trying to blow through, you know, filters and, and Photoshop mm -hmm. and everything first off, mm -hmm. you know, because then you'll meet somebody, you'll see a picture of them on Instagram, then you see them in person, you'll be like, wait a second. Right, right. Don't look the same person, right? <laughs> Cap, you know. Um, but also, too, it's, it's the, the, the time that we're in. That yeah. women are just electing to go and get surgery. You don't have to ask, go buy one. Like, you right. know, you want some titties, get them. Like, right. there's just so many different right. alternatives or options for people. 
that no one is going to equate to hard work because that's not something I think that's necessarily valued as much nowadays. It's instant gratification, instant gratification how we right. can make it happen quick and then keep it moving. Which which I think is important that you talked about instant gratification because when people see Kadeen, they don't realize that for the past two years, you've seen Kadeen pregnant and then postpartum. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for two years, you saw Kadeen one way, but the Kadeen you're seeing now is how Kadeen naturally walks around, which I think for people to understand, it's almost like, oh. When right? I lived in California, when we lived in California. Exactly. After I had uh, Kaz, we moved to California. Kaz mm-hmm. was about two. And it's important for women to know, and I, I'd say this because it's such a stressor for women after they have children, but scientifically, your body hormonally does not level out to your baseline hormonal level, which is still a little wonky. But when you're pregnant, it's like all over the place. Mm. But the baseline for where you are normally Mm. does not hit until at least nine months postpartum. But for most people, a year. year. So that whole year, that first year, your body is not necessarily responding the way you want it to. Which makes sense why you felt more invigorated in November after coming back from Jamaica. I did. I did yeah. because it was at that point a full year. A full year. Um, I noticed with me, for example, and every woman is different. After having children and I wait my six weeks, mm-hmm. I will then get into the gym, lose my weight, mm-hmm. and then somehow slowly start to regain it, it for whatever reason. And yeah. it could be with the breastfeeding and like you're, you're eating a certain amount of calories to produce a certain amount of milk. There's so many different variables yeah. that you're trying to like figure out, right? So once you do all of that... And you're like, okay, now I'm finally a year out. That's kind of where I am. I'm 15 months out postpartum. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like my body is like, oh, I remember yeah. how we used to flex. Not to mention, I'm no longer on a birth control method. Right. So my mood, it has been completely different. Yeah. And I've literally been trying to like monitor myself because I don't want to jump the gun and say like, oh, just because mentally I know that I'm off of some sort of birth control method that now things are naturally better. Mm -hmm. I think some of it is just my body naturally becoming what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. But also to me making the choice to -hmm. say, you know what, I'm no longer going to just give into the lifestyle of, oh, I can do it tomorrow. Yeah. Like, no, I'm getting in the gym today. Like, am I going to wait for DeVal to get in the gym? No, I want to see the results, so I'm going to get into the gym. Right. Oh, I need to eat this way when I'm on the road to help me maintain the results that I'm seeing. I'm going to make those necessary adjustments and changes. Our writer, whenever we go to venues or anywhere, yeah. has a specific list of things that we should have in our green room. I literally just changed my writer to have protein shakes Protein bars, yeah. like just things that I know that will set me up for success. Hold on, I gotta say this. Tribble said, Knowing that. Kadeen is a meathead now. What? Last night, I heard Kadeen talk about some, man, my appetite changed. I gotta go get me a protein shake because I get my protein in. She's like, <laughs> Kadeen is officially a meathead you now. You wanna know how much of a meathead I am? Not only am I drinking like protein shakes, right? So trying to find like the best ones that don't have a lot of junk in it. But I also learned that the best source of protein that's like the most like just basic without any frills nothing else in it is egg whites yeah oh man so i've been getting like cartons of egg whites oh my gosh and 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 i'll pour me a cup of it and i found this this uh this additive that you put in it. it's just a little something to give it a little bit of flavor yeah it's sativa Sativa. not sativa that's weed yeah (laughs) stevia stevia (laughs) look at you You careful now careful sativa in your egg whites that's why you like the egg whites so much (laughs) careful careful Um, stevia yeah. um, but it's a flavored one it's like a caramel toffee yeah. flavor put a couple drops in that down me a cup of egg whites like okay that's my meal that's that's my shake for the day this is what so. she's on right now and and here's the truth I had to kind of understand like why would somebody say that Kadeen get a BBL like y'all know how much we work out y'all know what Kadeen used to look like but I had to think about it in 2021 when we first moved here mm-hmm. we got a huge jump because we had posted that we had got a new house I'm looking at how many followers I had. I had 1.6 million followers mm-hmm. in 2021. It's mm-hmm. now 2023, I have 2 million, mm-hmm. which means that's 400,000 new followers right. who've only seen you pregnant. True. And then postpartum right. for the last two years. Right. So their idea of who you are is this bigger version because you were pregnant and then postpartum. That's actually a really good point. So now, so that's 400,000 people. So mm-hmm. now it comes to. February 2023 and Kadeen is snatched and they're just like, yo, 
when did this happen? Right. But it's like if you if you go back before that and see mm-hmm. what Kadeem looked like when the we day first wonders moved here. The yeah. day wonders know. Because I've also, you know, you get reminders. Yeah. And recently, because remember, we moved into this house. Well, I moved into this house February 13th, 2021. You had moved us in here a couple of days prior. Mm-hmm. But we just passed that February 13th moment. February 13th. And no, February 11th to 13th, I was still filming. Mm-hmm. Remember, you used to set up your phone and take pictures. Mm-hmm. And I, the, they came up in my phone as your memories. And you oh, were I was looking so, good there. I remember. You were so slim mm-hmm. in those photos. And I was just like, yo, this, this is what Kadeen looked like when we moved in here. And it's like two years later, you're back to that. Right. And it's just like people haven't seen you like that. The introduced people to us who came recently aren't used to seeing you Did like that. That set me up, y'all. He knew how fine I was looking when I was sending him them pictures in the house but he was filming. And he came home. Well, it was both of us. He I came did. home to the blue light special that I created for us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he was just like, huh, yeah, body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Yeah. It was body, yaddy, and baby, 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 babies. Baby, babies. I will say this. I will give you guys a couple of hits. Uh, as you guys know, in another life, well, not another life, in an earlier part of this life, I was also a trainer. I studied exercise physiology and kinesiology. I have my certificates in National Academy of Sports Medicine, which is also known as NASM. So when it comes to training, Kadeen literally lives with a trainer, a certified, educated trainer. So That's I true. know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? One thing I adapted to Kadeen's change in how she's getting her work done is we're no longer saying... We're going to go to the gym three times a week and work out 90 minutes. Yes. That's Our, the surefire way to lose me. Yes. Kadeen's like, 90 minutes in the gym? Hell no. It's always, <laughs> no. I'll go tomorrow. I'll go tomorrow yeah. till tomorrow never comes. Right. This is the biggest change. And write this down. Kadeen and I work out every day for a minimum of 15 minutes. And when I say work out, I mean Mine this. is more like 20. Minimum. Yeah. Yours, yours is 20. Yeah. Yours is 20 minimum because- you like to do more cardio because you, Kadeen is still in a place where she wants to lose more weight in her face. Mm-hmm. So she likes to do and cardio and walk in her area. arms because she's still trying to lose weight. I'm not trying to lose weight. So when I say work out, working out to us is getting on the treadmill and doing a high incline walk for 20 minutes. You can change your life drastically if you implement movement every, every single day. day for at least 15 to 20 minutes. And when I say movement consistently, when I say movement, that walk isn't a straight like stroll walk. It mm-hmm. is a high intensity incline walk. Right. So it is a workout, but it's only for 20 minutes. Because some people have their little Apple watch on or Fitbit. They're like, I got my steps in today. And right. think that they actually did a workout. That's not really no, a workout. You have to get your steps in and still do a high intensity workout mm-hmm. just to make sure that you're burning the calories and keeping your body active get when you're really not up. active. So this is our workout plan. Monday, we go to the gym. We only go to the gym for 45 minutes. On those Mondays we go to the gym, it's all heavyweight lower body days. Mm-hmm. Kadeen is doing I love deadlifts, squats, love weightlifting. lunges, single leg pushdowns, adductor, abductor. I'm talking about a series of exercises at heavyweight mm-hmm. to help build her glutes, her hamstrings, and her calves, which is why everyone thinks that Kadeen get a, a, a BBL. Yeah, her butt is on her back because on Monday we're doing all those heavy workouts. On Wednesday, and I've always naturally just had bigger legs. Like yeah, bigger my legs. Posterior yeah. chain and my legs have always been always, and always bigger. been developed. I think that has yeah. a lot to do with genetics as well. Yeah. But then on Wednesday, we'll go back to the gym, and now we'll do leg curl, leg extensions, single leg pushdowns, squat jumps. So Wednesday, it's another heavy leg day. Friday, we'll go back to the gym again, and now she's doing sets of twenty. Mm-hmm. It's a lighter head day, but it's a high volume day. So we're attacking that core group. Three times during the week. And on Tuesday and Thursday, she's mm-hmm. downstairs in the gym 20 minutes doing her high incline walk mm-hmm. or she'll do sprints. Sprints, yeah. Sprints has definitely changed the way her lower body looks, but also her midsection. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you guys something when it comes to training. People say to me all the time, Deval, how you gain weight? I still have a six pack. I do sprints. I do not get on that treadmill and be on that treadmill for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. You can ask the podcast group when they when they come here. I will put that that treadmill on the highest thing, which the highest speed is 12 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. I'll put that incline on 6.0, and I'll let the treadmill run. I'll jump on the treadmill. I'll sprint for 10 seconds. I'll jump off. I'll do five hand cleans. I'll do that round for 10 minutes straight, which means I end up getting 10 sprints in, and I end up doing 10 sets of five hand cleans, which will put me at 50 hand cleans, 
soon as I get done, I get off there and I'll do a thousand jump ropes. I'll do sets of a hundred jump ropes as fast as I can. Sprints and doing explosive movements is the quickest way to get rid of your midsection. It is not running on the treadmill like you're training for a marathon. No. But people make that mistake. All that, yep. the, when you train like that and you get on the treadmill for an hour every single day, first thing is you are guaranteed to hurt yourself. Because when you run like that for long periods of time and you don't give yourself enough time to rest, you're ultimately breaking down the muscle you're trying to build. And when you get hurt, you can't train. And when you can't train, your body starts Set to back. gain weight. Setback, for so sure. I've been able to reduce the amount of time I get injured by doing a lot more sprints than doing a lot more long-term, long-distance running and coupling that with a lot more weight training. And I put Kadeen on the same regimen and there's not a day that goes by. We do that Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, I told Kadeen, yo, Saturday and Sunday, I don't want you to do nothing. I want you to rest. I go downstairs. Kadeen is on the treadmill doing high incline walks for 20 minutes. <laughs> I said, yo, I thought I told you to rest. And she I'm said, like, I thought you said I should be doing 20 minutes of something every day. This is not the same woman. So, this is, who am I, This y'all? is not the same woman. Who am I? Like, I just have no, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's also, too, some, me having something to prove to myself to get myself into the best shape of my life. I think part of it is me turning 40 because, you know, I feel like with mm. any milestone birthday, mm. it's like, oh, my God, I'm about to embark on a whole other decade. But also, too, just being tired of um, feeling like I've just been mediocre in mm. general with just my physical my, my physical being, my body. I just feel yeah. like I've just always been kind of coasting, skating by, and yeah. never really pushing myself to see what I could look and feel like at my best. Mm. So um, I'm going to be with you shooting in the gym, but I got to know the plan. <laughs> Like, don't bring me to the gym blindly, and I need to know my workout ahead she, of time. Yeah, what, what we got? So I can wrap my mind around it because every day is a struggle, and I think that's when um, Triple asked the biggest challenge for me with maintaining the fitness is just um, consistency and carving out time to do it, particularly when we travel. So traveling yes. is hard. Like yes. we had a rough past three weeks with the book tour and the live shows and stuff. So trying to set myself up for success. When I'm traveling has been something that I have to actually coordinate. Like I walk yeah. with my little blender. I walk with my my AG1 greens. I walk with my supplements. Lying, I walk with guys. my seed, my probiotic. The and weighted I, jump rope. The weight jump rope is something easy to put in the bag. And it's something if you're in a hotel room and it's just like, man, I can't get to the gym or they don't have a good enough gym. I guys, can just do 20 minutes of jump rope, something. Well, I got to tell this story. We went to Houston and Dallas to go look at venues for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And Kate gets an Airbnb. I'm like, why don't we just stay in a uh, uh, hotel? She's like, I need an Airbnb. I'm like, why you need an Airbnb? This is the new wife that I have. I need a washer and dryer to wash my workout clothes, and I need a place to jump rope. <laughs> you're choosing where we stay around how you're going to work out. That has never <laughs> in my life been what my reality has been. I Ever. kid you not. This woman chose to stay in an Airbnb so that she can have washer and dryer for her workout clothes and a space to jump rope. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know who you are, but I love you. <laughs> because... Because he doesn't feel like the only lunatic in the house I anymore. don't, because you know me. I'll, I'll get my jump rope in a minute and I'll jump rope in the hotel. But then my clothes be stink because I work out and I got my stink clothes in the bag. But I know Kadeen is a hotel snob. She only likes to say certain places and I want her to have enjoy herself. So I'm like, fine, I'll just deal with the stink clothes in my bag. But now it's like... Everything is revolving. That's why people say like it's a lifestyle. It, it is a lot. Yes, it really is. Being it in cliche, shape, but it is. And being fit is a lifestyle. Think but about nutrition too. My my question to you is how because we've already discussed this. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice to women mm-hmm. who don't enjoy working out because you don't Mm-mm. you don't you 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 still to you still, still like be, it. you don't like it. Mm-mm. What would be your advice to women on how to get to the point you are now? Mm-hmm. After dealing with everything you've dealt with over the past 10 years, especially having children, I understand that changes your outlook on your body and your life. But what would be your main thing, how you got to this point? Well, it's twofold. One thing, I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired of not being in a space physically that I wanted to be. So it was a big mental shift for me to just say to myself, to to talk myself into it like Kadeen, like like enough is enough. Like you have to really Mm. take control. But also to just finding the things that work for you is necessary. I feel like working out fitness, the lifestyle of it is not an all-encompassing thing. Mm-hmm. There are different things that work for different people. And you have to learn your body. So for me, I realized that I love weightlifting. 
Ah, that's my thing. Ah, I right? see. Yeah. So if weightlifting is my thing and that's something I actually enjoy when I'm in the gym versus going on the treadmill for 30 to 40 to 50 minutes, it's finding a way to design a workout that's deliberate about the areas that I'm working on but can be highly impactful in a mm. short amount of time. Mm. So Deval has helped me create a program where I'm like, okay, if I want to like if I like to lift weights, instead of jumping rope with the rope like mm. when we're home, how about you use the bar and yeah. do push jacks? So that way I'm using a weight and I'm yeah. jumping. So it's yeah. a similar motion, but I'm working out the body parts that needs yeah. to be worked out. And it's a bit more enjoyable because it's something that I enjoy to do when I'm in the gym. Learn what works for you. Yeah. There's never like some everyone has their thing. Um, that's a piece of advice that I can give to to um to women. Also, too, carving out the time for yourself. People love to throw around self-care, self-care, self-care. Yeah. But how exactly are you showing up for yourself? And that's important to me. I realize that my mood, my mental clarity, um, the way I approach life and things outside of, of working out, just my, my family, my, my work, when I get a good workout in and I feel like I've invested in myself, I'm able to then output so much more. Mm -hmm. um, and that has definitely helped me as well. So I think if you put all of those things together, find ways to carve out those times for yourself, um, that's a great place to at least start. You know, you're not going to be a meathead, you know, <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> overnight, right, right. but right. you can at least develop some sort of system. It's like you have to schedule it in. A lot of times it's like, I don't have the time for it. You have time for a lot of stuff. Think about the aimless scrolling that we do for 30 minutes. Yeah. That's 30 minutes you could have been doing something. And now absolutely, I'll absolutely. aimlessly scroll in between my workout, you know, absolutely. if and I have to. I think it's important to know because I know people will say this and I've seen comments like this. Well, it's easy for the Kanina to get in shape now because she's rich. You know, she got a gym at home. She can eat whatever she wants. She doesn't have to work full time. Like, it's easy. I'll no, tell y'all this. To do with it. it don't. Because if you look it. at Kadeen's Instagram between 2016 to now, mm -hmm. we were not rich when we were living in the apartment. We were mm -hmm. barely making ends meet. We were working our asses off to every month make sure that the bills are paid on time. But we still found ways to work out. And Kadeen was in great shape going to her 30th birthday mm -hmm. in 2014. Yeah. Kadeen was working full-time. We already, already had one child. Going into 2017, when she got back in shape and got pregnant again, we had mm -hmm. two children. Kadeen was working. I was working. We were in the apartment. That was going to my 35th birthday. Going to your 35th yeah, birthday. Yeah, because was only a couple months old. Yeah. So, what, and I say that to say this. The excuses you make will be your own downfall. Mm -hmm. When you look at someone get in shape and you say, how do they do that? Don't make excuses to why you can't because of things they have. Mm-hmm. Start to make a plan of how you can get in it because of the things you have. Mm -hmm. For example, I remember when I was working at the gym. Kadeen at that point would be like, yo, I don't like going to the gym, but I know I got to pick my husband up from the gym. When I'm there, I'm going to do my 20 minutes. And at this point, Kadeen wasn't as big on weightlifting because Kadeen was big on the, um, I don't want to like a football player type body. Yeah. And it took me a while to convince her that that was going to happen. So she used to cycle. And mm -hmm. that goes back to your, spin. used to do spin classes. Mm -hmm. And it makes me realize that you always have a way of getting back in shape when mm -hmm. you need to. You find the thing that you like doing in that and moment. you make your whole workout around that. So yep. I would tell young ladies or even young men who want to get in shape, she is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. If you don't like weightlifting and you like running, run. Make a game out of it and do it consistently. If you don't like running and you want to ride bikes, spin classes. Mm -hmm. If you don't like spin classes and you want to do HIIT workouts, you can you can join a CrossFit class or you can, and this is what I, one thing I will say, hire a professional to help professional to help you make a plan that has some sort of longevity. People always ask me, man, what's the point of training when you can work out on your own? Trainers, because of the science, teach you how to work out efficiently. That's it. So that you're not just working. Because there's a difference between progress and movement. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Progress, you're working purposefully to move forward. Right. You can run in place all day and not get anywhere. And also, too, you have to realize everybody's body is different and responds differently. So going yes. to classes sometimes are not yes. effective for certain people because everybody is not losing weight the same way. Like you said, also, too, all movement is just not good movement. Yeah. Because we've we've known people who are trainers yeah. and, and seen people who have done things where it's just like people go in here, they get a sweat, but their body looks the same. The same, right. And it may be because the nutrition is not on point that's because that's a whole other thing. thing. You have to make sure thing. the nutrition is on point. 
But are you not doing deliberate exercises to target the places that you want? So if you're saying you want to build a butt, you want to snatch a waist, you want to build some leg muscles, you know, some things are naturally genetic and body shapes are different. Mm -hmm. But also, too, if you're not working on those specific body parts and those specific muscle groups, you're not going to see the 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 gains in those areas yeah. or the losses if that's what you're looking for. And also, if you're a young man who who your significant other is getting in shape, the 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 hardest part too with Kadeen early on was getting her through those first two weeks of the intense soreness. Mm-hmm. She will tell you when she started working out crazy oh with them heavy weights. Was I not giving you massages? He was. I was giving, and I'm not talking about the massages I like to give. You know, I like to give. <laughs> massages and then I'm gonna start rubbing places and then no I'm talking about Kadeen get your ass in the cold tub I was just about to say crying the worst part like literal actual tears going in the cold tub and I'm putting her in the cold tub for 10 minutes and I'm like I'm gonna sit here with you and you're gonna do this and then once Mm. you get out the cold tub sit on that bed let me get that oil and I'm with my forearm rubbing that IT band Mm. rubbing them quads them cashews crying i'm rubbing that lower back her sides or her obliques from doing all of this ab work and she's in pain and i'm like listen to me babe just do this for two to three weeks and let your body get used to that pain and that feeling and after a while it was just like i don't feel that sore anymore but you also know too that two weeks is like you're working out so intense and like nothing's happening yes, <laughs> yes. nothing is happening i'm literally after each workout in the mirror like see you see anything different? You know, anything different? Huh? Does my belly fat go? Like, I'm literally in the mirror like every day after that. But I think it takes like a good like two weeks for your body to kind of be like, oh, okay, you try, well, no, no. you trying to do a little something. No, there's a science to that. Then, and by four weeks, you're like, oh, no, okay, I'm starting to see something. No, there's an exact science to that. Oh. The first two weeks is you teaching your body to be in shape to train. The first two weeks, you don't even really do anything to change your body except get in shape. Oh, damn. And that's now you done sleep. lost half the people. No, <laughs> it's the truth because people expect to see something after the first workout and second workout. Mm-hmm. The first workout, you're not even really going hard enough to see change. You only realistically start to see change after week three, four, five if you continue working out at an intense pace mm-hmm. and you continue to change the workouts. Yeah. What happens in those first three weeks are people you usually quit because it's a shock to your body. Mm-hmm. You get sore, you hurt, your chest hurts, and you're like, I can't do this, I'm done. Right. So you quit before you actually saw any real results. By the three to four week moment, that's when your heart is strong enough to deal with intense workouts. Mm-hmm. That's when your leg, your legs are strong enough to say, I can push a little harder. Right. And then from that moment, you you start to do some real intense shit that really gets your body changing, and the shit falls, it literally the first three to four weeks is like, it's nothing happening. Nothing happening. Intense, intense, intense. Now it's falling off. Bruh. And add two more weeks onto that first two weeks yeah. if you didn't have a baby. Yeah. Because your pelvic floor <laughs> and your abdomen Talk about literally it. feels like putty. Like I remember having to be in like a like a waist trainer faha situation yes. after the baby because my organs felt like they were like going to fall out. Yeah. The doctor said you had this, what is it? Diastasis recti. Diastasis recti. I hope I'm saying, pronouncing it right. But yeah, it's where the muscles literally separate, separate in your abdomen. And I was very, very deliberate throughout mm-hmm. all four pregnancies of doing transverse, transverse abdominal abdominals. muscle yeah. exercises. So that was just, even while pregnant, squeezing my core mm-hmm. and doing like mm-hmm. 10 to 20 a day. Like if I would remember, I would just do it or still yep. trying to just like keep my core intact. Because the people used to laugh that I still had two ab muscles at, at the, the top, top of my stomach even while I was like eight, yeah. nine months pregnant. But I'm I'm hoping that that's what kind of helped to hoping I can secure tell you. my stomach again because a lot of women can't recover from that. Like they'll have to get a tummy tuck to have their ab muscles stitched back together. I can tell you that that is definitely the reason that why you've been able to bounce back every single time because your muscles are, your muscles can atrophy. Mm-hmm. After a while of not using a muscle, it dies. Mm-hmm. So imagine you find out that you're pregnant and you're like, okay, first trimester, I'm not going to do any workouts. I want to make sure I get through the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Then the second trimester, you start to feel better, but your stomach is growing and you're kind of like, hey, I'm not in the mood to work out. I'm pregnant. I'll, I'll start working out after I'm done. Mm-hmm. Then the third trimester, your stomach really grows. Now, you spent six months of not using your abdominal muscles at all. Yes. Now, the baby is growing and your abdominal wall is starting to stretch. 
There's no muscle fiber there to keep it tight and keep it together. Mm -hmm. The reason why this isn't good too is because working out during your pregnancy helps you with labor. Your ability to contract and squeeze and push through comes from your abdominal cavity and and that transverse abdominal movement. Mm -hmm. So when you work out throughout the pregnancy, it allows you to squeeze through, which is also why Kadena's also had really good deliveries Mm -hmm. because she's worked out the entire pregnancy. But imagine for nine months, you don't do any of those things and you just let your abdominal wall pretty much decay Mm because as the muscles atrophy, it it just sits and nothing happens. They go away. Then you have to breastfeed. You don't feel like working out. You had another three to six months. Now you're going on almost two years of not using them abdominal walls. And the first time you go work out, you like, let me do some sit-ups. You go to sit up Child. and you can't you sit don't up. Move. You, you we, I, don't we, move. We watched it. I've cried through coming back after every baby Yes. for that particular reason. Mm-hmm. You do a jumping jack, you piss yourself. <laughs> like your whole bladder and everything is just... Weak. Everything is weak. And I, I get it. And I get it. But it gets better, sis, to my postpartum moms that are listening. Don't put a time frame on it. No. Whenever you're good and ready to feel no. like getting up and moving again, you get up and move again. I told the vow to go to hell several times <laughs> last year because I said, you have not carried but one baby up in here, okay? So what you're not about to do is tell me what I need to be doing. Been there before. But eventually, it clicks. Um, for me, I felt like I needed to get back into a space where I could fit into my clothes again. I have a closet full of clothes, child, that oh I God. have not worn some of these things in ages because yes. there's a hope. <laughs> okay, there's a hope and a desire to get back into certain things. And I feel like now is the time. Now is the time. If not now, I'm then when? I'm with you. So I'm, and I'm loving overall, I ain't gonna lie, I'm loving it. Overall um, lifestyle. More than, more than I'm will. loving the booty. <laughs> I'm loving the outlook. Yeah. Because um we both had health scares. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I have a partner that's invested in a long-term health plan yes. and wellness plan means a lot cuz yes. I can look over to my left and be like she going she going to be all right. We're going to be here together. So that that makes me feel good. I mean, you got to control what you can control, right? Yeah. And I feel like there's certain things that you don't have control over. Yeah. Um God forbid you could walk outside and get hit by lightning. Right. You know? Um, but if health is the one thing that we have to take control of, especially after having postpartum yeah. preeclampsia and that being a possible yeah. indicator for me yeah. having high blood pressure later on, I'm trying to negate all that now and I'm trying to be proactive rather than reactive. All right, y'all. So we can dispel the myths. We can dispel the rumors. <laughs> Kadeen has not had a BBL, y'all. Nah. I'm just over here living in my Jamaican goodness. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and just trying to keep it up. I just want to keep my ass up by my shoulders and not by my ankles. <laughs> as I age, <laughs> as I age, I'm trying to be Betty and Benjamin Button, y'all. Okay, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to find the fountain of you found view. <laughs> but what we did find is some listener letters. All right, y'all found those for sure. So we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna listen to get into some ads. And I heard Coda crying around the corner. We're gonna check we'll on him too. We'll about. be back. We'll be back <laughs> for sure. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four. You're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep, there's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip, because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. There's power in every purchase, because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know, I love my lip bar products. That's just one. To name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love. Not just during Black History Month, 
but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right. And we're back. Back with, with listener, listener letters. letters. You want to go first, darling, or shall I go? Right, I'll read first because you've been going first the last couple of weeks. All right. Number one. Hey, Kadeen and Deval. I hope y'all both are doing amazing. We are. Thank you so much. And the family as well. The family is great. We hope the same for you. My name is Shay, and I've been dating a guy for two years. We have really, really good times. And from time to time, our arguments come from nowhere and are really bad. Bad to a point where if he doesn't get his way, he threatens to kill himself. Mm. That's not healthy. My relationship before him was really abusive, so I now catch myself walking on pins and needles. That's not good. He blames his childhood and his past on how he navigates life, including our relationship. And now I am in a space where I no longer feel safe emotionally or mentally. I don't want to change him as a man. I want him to do that himself. But now I am at odds on staying or leaving. When we do have a disagreement, he tends to put all of the blame on me. And when I shut down, I get bashed for being closed off and distant because now I no longer feel open enough to share anything with him, including how I'm feeling and my thoughts as a whole. He continues to make plans for the future, but at this moment, I am not seeing anything with him in the future until he can get it together. At times, I catch myself blaming myself as well, and now I am completely numb to not just him, but everyone outside of my kids who have never witnessed any of our disagreements. Thank God. But mm-hmm. they love him to pieces, and I am really stuck on what to do. Man, that sucks. Mm. When I did decide to cut him loose, he popped up at my house, and I instantly was taken back to when I was getting abused all over again. He didn't hit me. All he did was cry and beg for us to work through it, but I really don't know if I can. Any guidance for a 32-year-old that is literally lost. Check this out. <clears throat> Abuse comes in all forms. Yes. Just because someone doesn't hit you doesn't Mm -hmm. mean they're not abusing you. Mm -hmm. Abuse can also come in the form of manipulation. Yes. And I'm not saying that he's using this as a a way to manipulate you, but saying things like I'm going to kill myself and begging to take me back and Mm -hmm. and all of these things is abusive to someone who's already been through an abusive relationship because that's triggering for you. And what I think you should do is be open and honest with him about how you feel and what, you're, what you need to feel safe in this relationship. Right. If he is not willing to work on those things to make you feel safe emotionally and both physically, I do think it's okay for you to move on. And what happens to him at this point is not on you. You know, you have one inalienable right, and that's to survive by any means necessary and have fun doing it. But you also have a right to protect your children. And what you don't want and is to find yourself. Yes, you, you, yeah. you don't want to find yourself in a position where you cannot protect your children, not from harm, but from seeing something or seeing someone harm harm themselves. Talk to him, but make it clear what you need and what you want. And if he's not able to provide that, baby, it is okay to do what's best for your mental health, your safety, and your children's safety. That was very well said. Touching a lot of things that I was touching on. So we won't get redundant, girl. 
good luck to you. Um, definitely hope you hope that you guys are able to figure things out yes. together. Um, that makes sense for you. Yes. For sure. All right. Hey, guys. Let me start by saying I love you guys and your perspective on millennial love. Thank, Thank you. you for all you do. Thank you. Now, I am newly single, but have been in a terrible cycle of fuck boys. Mm. <laughs> I'm 33 years old, took very good care of myself, work, no kids, have everything on my own. I say that to say I'm looking for a partnership long term. I'm not a city girl. <laughs> I love the thought of everlasting love. I don't need a sponsor or con consistent dick. I believe I attract the same exact type of guy. I've been in three long term relationships starting at 16, one for eight years, next for two years and the last for six years. I try to have the heavy conversations about kids, marriage, and building together very early on, but still end up in the same results. What tips can you provide about dating in the future? Mm. Is, it, is it the places that I go to? Is it the expectations? Anything helps at this point. Hmm. <laughs> Deval looks like he's bubbling over over here. <laughs> because, because. She's attracting fuckboys. Is that just what it is? Okay, so here's my thing, right? Mm -hmm. You attract what you put out. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, you also have to use discernment on who you're going to give your time. If you keep dating the same type of guy, that's a you problem. That's not the guy's problem. Mm -hmm. You're not using your past experiences to make better choices. You're just repeating the same behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's not saying you're a bad person, but at some point you have to realize if I keep dating the same guy over and over again, it's not them. It's mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. If you realize that this is the same guy, avoid it. Because you can attract it, this, but you don't got to sit in it. Ex exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it can be coming your way and you'd be like, ah. I I didn't, see, I've I, been here before. Y'all love red flags nowadays, right? Oh, I see a red yes. flag popping up. It's time for me to make my exit. For sure. Yes. <laughs> but you also too, like she said, at least she's, it seems like you're deliberate about having the conversations early on. And I'm hoping that in having those conversations and continue to be deliberate about what you want and what you are looking for right. will also help to bring the right kind of guy along. Because what you don't want to do is end up in these quote unquote, because she put put the long term in quotes, yeah. these long term quote unquote relationships that are really going nowhere because is he wanting the same thing? Right. What exactly are you looking for and what are you presenting? And she seems to present someone who's, like she says, been taking care of herself, doing her thing, working and all that. But what exactly are you putting out there that you're bringing this back? This is what I, I have a question for, right? Women often say, I attract fuck boys, right? Mm -hmm. Do you like fuck boys? Because if you keep entertaining and dealing with fuck boys, it's like... Is that what you're that chasing? That excites you? You know what I'm saying? Maybe? Is that what yeah. you're chasing? Because it's yeah. the same thing my homeboys, right? Mm -hmm. So many of the young kids that I've been doing, man, fuck these bitches, fuck these bitches. They always want one thing. They be doing the same thing. I said, bro, you date the same girl. Oh, <laughs> some of them even look exactly the fucking same, bro. Like, at some, and don't hit me with the all women are the same. They are not. Right. All the women, women you All the women you with. date are the same. Mm -hmm. And I asked my, I asked them, these are my homies. Are you attracted to that? Mm -hmm. And then find yourself turned off when you have to deal with the issues that come with that. For example, one of my homeboys, owned, I don't call them gold diggers because I don't think they're gold diggers. I think the, there are a certain type of women who know that, hey, I'm gorgeous, I'm going to marry well, and I'm going to marry a certain caliber man. And if you can't provide these things for me financially, I'm going to use you mm -hmm. until I find someone else who can do better. There are some women who are just like they don't they don't care about anything else but that. That's the woman that he always go after. <laughs> and when I tell you it's like carbon copy after carbon, they even dress the same. Mm -mm. They if they follow each other on Instagram, that it's like, bro, they go to the same places. They some of them even went to the same high school. Like, dude, <laughs> how do you manage to find and it's just like, but that's you know, I look at it and that's and I'm like, uh -huh, that's the point. Because he never on draft class. When he you, in, yeah, he's when, always in that draft class. When you see that woman, that's what is attracting to you. Mm-hmm. But you go into that person and say, I'm going to change that person and make that person what I want them to be. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying, I know that attracts me, but it's unhealthy for me. How about the people that attract the fuck boys and fuck girls? Because there's girls who's fuck girls mm -hmm. too. 
you attract that, that's what you into, is problematic, then you find somebody who treats you so oh, well. Oh, yeah, I know you're going. So well. Mm-hmm. And then you try to pick apart everything that's wrong with this person because they're not the usual or typical fuck boy or fuck girl that you deal with. But it's, it's because, to me, relationships are like picking a meal, right? You know you need your vegetables, <laughs> but you want to eat all the wrong shit all the time because it just tastes better, right? You you know, you're like, man, I should get some quinoa, some brown rice, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and some grilled chicken. But nope, I'm going to eat this fried chicken. I'm going to get me some collard greens drizzled in syrup and honey. I'm going to add this cheesecake on top of it. I'm going to drink a sweet Because it feels tea. good in the moment. And it feels good in the moment. But, then, but the repercussions. And that's, that's my thing. The long-term effects. Just because it looks like it's something you want doesn't mean that it's good for you. Mm-hmm. And you have to start listening to yourself and saying to yourself, if I'm only attracting fuckboys, if I keep dating fuckboys, I'm attracted to the dessert. Mm-hmm. I need the vegetables. Because mm-hmm. the, vegetable, the vegetables will give you longevity. Mm-hmm. Now, if you happen to be somebody like me, I find vegetables that are healthy. Mm-hmm. You like my candy yams. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because a yam is a vegetable, so it's good for me, it's but it's candy, sweet. Though. You know what I'm saying? It's, candy, it's sweet, so it's though. good for me, and it tastes good. And if I don't like his food touching no how, so he's going to have his vegetables over here, he's yeah. going to have this over yeah, here, he's going to that over here. OCD. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, no, I'm about the bite. I need to have the collard greens, the mac and cheese, <laughs> the, um, the, the, the yam. There you go. Then All have my together. protein with it. Yeah, you took my analogy mm-hmm. in a different direction. That wasn't I where know. I was going, but I you know, greedy. <laughs> you greedy. I'm hungry. But, it's lunchtime, y'all. <laughs> what I will say is that start understanding what's good for you mm-hmm. and not what you think is going to be a good time. Yeah. If you start to realize what's good for you, you'll start to date in that vein mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, this will be fun and then getting your heart broken. And that's for men and women. Cause there you go. It ain't just fuck boys. It's also fuck girls. But you have to be responsible for your own discernment. Mm. All right? And that's that's on everybody. One thing I don't envy is y'all in the dating pool. For sure, for sure. All right, y'all. Thank you for writing in. We always love to hear from you. If you want to be featured as one of our listener letters on a future show, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-D-V-I. No. <laughs> D- <laughs> So I'm bad hungry. advice. Dude. I'm hungry too. You're hungry. We ain't eat yet. Yeah. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. All right. Moment of truth time. So we're talking body yaddy 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 yaddy. Yes. My body. Um so moment of truth. The truth is, Kadeem did not get a BBL, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I could put my hand on the Bible. Yes. Um, but I think my moment of truth in all of this is um No one is going to do for you like you. So at some point, you have to realize that you are in control, ultimately, of all things. Um, For the most part, when it comes to your Mm -hmm. life, aside for stuff that's not within your control. And if one thing I can do to control being more productive as a mom, as a wife, as a person, as Kadeen, if that means it's working out, if it's taking my nutrition under my belt and under control... Um, taking that time for me to love on me, it's necessary. And yeah. I'm going to make the provisions to do that. Because um, I ain't getting any younger, y'all. Yeah, you are. I ain't getting any younger. Yeah, you are. And after a while, Betty stuff is going to catch up. And we also can't keep talking about the things that run in our family, these ailments and mm. these diseases that mm. become chronic when we can be preventative rather than reactive. Yeah. So I'm in a space where I'm really trying to buckle down on that. And um, I thank you, sir for helping me do that and for being my support and my motivation and my drill sergeant on days when I don't want to hear it, but I need to hear it. Um, But also knowing when to kind of back off and just say, you know what? She's still figuring it out. So I appreciate that. I love you. Love you too, babe. My moment of truth is I'm proud of you. Um, You killing it. You proud of me or you want to proud of me? Proud of me. Oh my God. Somehow she always get a gift, y'all. I don't know what it is. Proud of me. I'm, I'm proud. Of you. How do we create a, a gift for like when I get to my goal I can get my moment weight. of truth out without buying something. Go ahead. My goal weight. Like, you know, there's a push present. Maybe like a goal weight What's your present. goal weight? What's your goal weight? Um, How much you weigh right now? You know, I, I like the way my body is transforming. I weigh about a, about a buck 60 now, 157, Thick. 8 when I mm-hmm. get up in the morning on an empty stomach after I pee <laughs> um, and take my clothes off. I think if I were to get down, if I'm to put a number on it, cause I don't really like to put a number on mm-hmm. it. I just kind of go based off of vibes mm-hmm. and how I feel and how my clothes fits. But I've always been comfortable historically 
at 145, 150. Well, if I get to that range. It's another 12 pounds. Yeah. It's in my arms. It's in my face. Like there's places that I feel like I can tighten up. So that's where I'm actively working on. I will say this about the weight. I don't think you'll ever be that small again because you've been doing so much heavy lifting and muscle, muscle weighs, weighs more, more than fat. Yeah. As thick as your legs have gotten from all. This is the longest you've done heavy weight lifting since. True. We were doing Married to the Gym in 2012. Yeah. So I think you, I to be honest, I think you could be down to 150, 150. and lose everything you want in your face and your yeah. arms. But the way you're building your legs, mm-hmm. like like my waist is down to where I was in college, but I'm right. 200 pounds mm-hmm. because I've been building muscle. The right. way you've been building muscle here, I don't think it's possible. I but need I some do Kelly think, Rowland arms. Have you seen her arms lately? Arms and fly. Like, arms fly. Between her and Angela Bassett. Yes. So they arm arm and, and Michelle Obama, they arm goals. Goals. But um, it's funny how I was giving my moment of truth Sorry. and now. You just took it turned over, it but it's Prada, fine. It turned into this shopping. whole episode has been honoring <laughs> you because you you actually did a good job. And I was going to get to my Thank moment you. of truth yes, real quick. Do that, baby. A banging body is the byproduct of healthy living. Mm. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you want your girl, your wife, your baby mother to look as good as she want. Create a safe, healthy space to her for, to live stress free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a lot. Oh, I try to sure. make sure that you're stress free. For sure. Um, make sure you have time. Mm-hmm. Make sure you eat right. Make sure you sleep. Sleep and make water. Make sure you drink water. Sleep and water. And find whatever workout plan works for you consistently. Mm-hmm. There's no one way to skin a cat. There's thousands of ways to skin a cat. And I mm-hmm. think that as a man, oh, the poor that's cat. yeah. Well, we, I mean, your cat, your cat is skinned. <laughs> <laughs> All my business on hey, this listen, good, ma'am. good day. I like him bald, baby. <laughs> shiny, shiny bald, shiny baby. Shalak it, shalak it, shalak it. <laughs> okay, lazy hair removal has been good to us. Yes, okay. but um, that is my moment of truth. I love this woman, and love you can you be too. sure to find us on Patreon to see exclusive no, that ass podcast part. video. I wanted to do it because you. Oh, I that. You you did all the heavy lifting today, no pun intended, when it came to the episode. So <laughs> it's all good. Be sure to find us on Patreon to see exclusive Deadass Podcast video content and to find us on social media at Deadass the Podcast. I'm Kadeen. I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and, and subscribe. Subscribe. Deadass, y'all. Badass, y'all. <laughs> Very much alive, ass, y'all. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.